Hello and welcome back to the Optimizing Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Marty Kendall. On this show, we take an engineering approach and speak to the experts about the insights into weight loss, fasting and nutrition, as well as real life people about their journey of nutritional optimization. Hello, City. Great to chat. Everybody's been asking to hear all about uh, City Riza from Nairobi, Kenya, Cairo. You, you've traveled all over the other side of the world that we all want to hear about. And during the masterclass, you're posting all these amazing photos of food that you absolutely rocked it and um, had such great progress. So, yeah, just excited to hear your story. Welcome. Hi, Mazi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah. I'm in, uh, right now I'm in Kenya. I'm in Nairobi, in but we live in Cyprus. Okay. So Cyprus is a, is a little island in the, in the Mediterranean, just above Egypt. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you grew up in Kenya, but then married someone from Cyprus and you occasionally go back to Kenya and you've got a a business in Kenya and you're telling me this fascinating story. So, um, yeah, I, as I said, I just love seeing how this works all over the world and uh, how yeah. everybody can optimize their nutrition in their backyard. Yeah. That's so cool. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was born and raised in Kenya and then, um, after school, uh, well, in my, I think I was 28 when I left, and got married to a British citizen. He's from, he's Cypriot, his dad is Cypriot. Yep. But um, we moved to the UK and I was there for about 10 years. We had our yep. first two children in, in the UK. Yep. And then we relocated to Cyprus. That's so cool. Um, so how did you come across data-driven fasting in the masterclass? How did, and then what motivated you to, to dive so deep and fully into it? You really sort of fell in love with it and we're just sharing all these amazing photos and just kept going through thick and thin until you achieved your goal 20 kilos yeah. weight loss which is huge yeah it is i don't even know where that 20 kilos came off but I, i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't think i was that big until i i lost 20 kgs and looked at my previous <laughs> but anyway uh i it's my husband that actually signed me up because i was oh wow i was so fed up of the way I looked. When we left Kenya in 2020, we had, we had been locked in Kenya during the pandemic because yep. we were stuck here and we couldn't get out of the country. Mm. And then during that year, the whole year, we were here for 10 months. We were stuck in Kenya for 10 months. We had only just come for four weeks, but we ended up wow. staying here for 10 months. And during that time, we were away from the children. And then at the same time, my dad passed away and so much was happening. And I just decided to feed myself everything and, and anything. Yeah, and then, comfort uh, food well, yeah. Yes, yes. So I ended up leaving Kenya eventually, going back to Cyprus, weighing 89, and had come like in the 70s. I think I was 77, and by the time I went back, I was 89, and I was so fed up. So in how did your husband find, find it all? How, yeah. he, he, he stumbled he, across it and signed you up. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> My husband is a scientist yep. and um, he's also a strength and conditioning coach. So he's into oh, really? all these things. Yeah. And uh, he stumbled across it. He liked it a lot and he said it goes really well with 
my belief because I also love nutrition a lot and I don't like supplementing. He does a lot of supp supplementing. Yep. I don't. Yep. I believe in yep. real food. So he said, this is the guy you need to follow. This is what you need to do. <laughs> and I'm signing you up. That's and so cool. Then, yeah. <laughs> so that was my Christmas. Okay, it was my pre-Christmas present. Yep. I thought, okay, let me just try it. And But then I didn't until I went through everything, all your, your guides. And yep. it was scary to the stuff. <laughs> it was scary because <laughs> when I went in, I, I found everyone pricking themselves and I have a little phobia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people get scared of taking their blood sugar and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, stop taking your blood sugar so much, just make it sustainable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Once I pricked myself the first time, then I became a professional. <laughs> 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 yeah this is so much so, fun yeah. learning all about my, my yeah. metabolism and when i can eat and yeah so you made fairly good progress just with data-driven fasting initially it i think very, and, yes it was yeah. good and it was so eye-opening i didn't i didn't think because i i come from an intermittent fasting and keto yep. background yep. and i thought i knew it all but obviously i didn't once i started <laughs> reading, reading getting my readings from uh, the from the sugar blood blood glucose meter, yep. I just realized I didn't know as much as I thought I did. Yep. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Fascinating to learn all that. Yeah, yeah. And then you then you dove into the master class after that. All yeah. in and yeah. Yeah, that, that was the best part because I'm so interested in nutrition. But the data driven fasting was for me to lose weight. Mm. I really needed to get rid of all that, the, all those kilos that I gained whilst I was in Kenya. And I had tried mm. everything. It wasn't coming off and menopause. I was blaming everything. Yep. But when I started and I con I just gradually lost, there was, I wasn't gaining the whole time during the, the DDF. I wasn't gaining. Mm. I was just losing, losing, losing. And then eventually I realized I, I wanted to dial in all the nutrition. You kept saying all the time, once you do that, everything falls in place. And I thought, yeah. okay, I'm just going to listen and just and Give just it a go. dive the deep end yeah yeah so why did you want to solve the puzzle of nutrition so badly you did you just catch the bug or you're fascinated by the numbers or you obviously all really wanted to lose the weight as well yeah um my my mom is a retired nutritionist oh wow and so we, yeah so we grew up uh being forced when i say being forced you know when you're kids you don't really want to eat the nutritious stuff <laughs> But um, later on, when I grew up and I had my own family, I realized that actually that was a very good upbringing. Mm. I think it dropped off and I wanted to do the same for myself and my family. Wow. But I still hadn't figured out what was missing. Because if, yeah. if, I, if I had it all, then I wouldn't be putting on weight. I wouldn't, yeah. everything would just be fine for everyone, you know. But I knew there was something more that I needed to learn. Mm. And, yeah. That's great. So, so, so how, what, what are the foods in Cairo and uh, Nairobi like that make you gain weight? I think you've taken on, from what I can see, the the, the refined grains and the oils of the, yes. the West has sort of exploded with as well that make yeah. it even more challenging potentially for for people over there. 
it is challenging at the moment. I, I actually walk around in Kenya and I see it's, it's like a little America. It's like mm. Everyone is just expanding. You know, it's not the same little people that we used to see before. You walk around and, and there's huge people around. Mm. But I think uh, it's mainly to do with, like you're saying, the westernized diet. They, we even have KFC now. We never used to have that before. <laughs> yeah. We have we have it in yeah we, in the major towns we have these all these big chain supermarkets that have all the boxed and processed foods mm. and uh, what we had before the little kiosks the little foods the little markets that we had where we bought whole foods are slowly disappearing. Mm. Wow. Yeah, we're just eating a lot of uh, processed foods, and Kenya yeah. is a big carb country. That wow. like we have to eat everything with carbohydrates. Like yep. rice has to be there. Uh, yep. We have this uh, food called ugali, which is maize flour. Yep. It's made into a dough, and we have it with everything: bananas, cassava. Basically, we have carbohydrates with everything, and it's usually mm. the biggest portion of of the meal. Yep. And then once you add all the vegetable oils to those carbohydrates, it's just yes. uh, uh, the amazing yeah. combination that makes us overeat. Yes, and people don't realize because um, the way all these things are advertised, they're advertised as, as healthy. Yeah. You know, as healthy, but they don't realize, and we weren't taught that from the beginning in school or just in mm. life. We weren't taught that these things, it just happens, you know, and then you just end up eating the same things. Yeah. yeah I, I went to Vanuatu, and, uh, you know, I know with. Uh, aboriginals and in australia they they see these western foods as a, as a sign of success and, yes, and progress yes, and and they yes. embrace them as a as a rite of passage but it's just yes. like no 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 please don't don't yeah. eat these foods that yeah are so cheap it's the, and yeah it's the same here you you will see families in the morning cornflakes you know children having cornflakes and all these boxed cereals before they go to school and before we didn't we didn't have that you know we were yeah. having whole foods for breakfast when i was growing up but now yeah. it's all boxed yeah. wow tragic and there's so much good food over there in the nature natural there, environment yeah, yeah there is a lot of good food there is a lot of good food all the traditional so, vegetables yeah very good yeah what are the traditional foods that you guys tended to thrive on as you were growing up so, uh, well, but our greens, I don't see, I, I don't even know the names for them in English. <laughs> that's, that's why I always come up in the group with, oh, I found, I just discovered this. <laughs> but I don't know how, to how do you put it in Cordoba? I got no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. and But I look at it and then I go into the research. We have uh, lots of different green, uh, leafy greens. Mm different ones that different from what we have in Cyprus and Europe and uh, but they've done studies on on these greens and they're highly nutritious mm. and a, quite a lot of bitter greens as well and I understand that the bitter the greens the better they are for you for your liver <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go I, I'm staying at my brother's right now and he has a little kitchen garden and I'm always right at the back there just picking a few whatever oh and now I discovered that the the greens, the bitter greens, actually lower my blood sugar, so I'm always there. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. And like you say, those bitter greens, the 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 
wild food is just so much more nutritious than even our uh, large-scale veggies that we always eat all the time that, that are sort of grown yeah. for maximum productivity. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it just grows. He's, he didn't plant the amaranth. There. There's a lot of amaranth in his back garden and he didn't plant any of it. It just grew. <laughs> You there's, can just walk around and pick all these amazing yeah, foods. Yeah, there's moringa there, and it's just there, you know. And when I visit my mom, because my mom lives in a different city, and it's the same. There's the greens are just there everywhere, but there still is a lot of carbohydrates, and we are all trying to unlearn how to, um, you know, the the nutrition about how what carbohydrates how they are they affect you but the biggest mm. problem i think is that is economical because protein here is more expensive it's so much more expensive yeah. than carbohydrates and people have to eat to survive so yeah. they tend to eat, focus more on the carbohydrates because it stays in there and they, they can afford more of it than they can the protein mm. yeah and the vegetable oils together with that uh even yes. cheaper and make this amazing combination yeah, yeah. that tastes so good but oh yes and the kenyan street food is so tasty <laughs> but, but not so healthy not no not healthy but very tasty I, I can't help it sometimes last weekend i had i had quite a bit of that and then on monday i checked my weight i had gained a kg yeah. so the whole of this week, I've been uh, on on uh, leafy greens and fish and chicken only, <laughs> and I've lost it again now. <laughs> oh, that's now great! Yeah, at, le at least you know if you have a have a indulgence, you know how to get back yeah. on it. You don't have to beat yourself up and I failed. And it's that that mind game. I think of jumping back into the data and you understand how to get back on track really quickly. Yeah, and you've done an amazing job. I, I don't know how you did it. I keep saying to you, you're a genius because. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just listen to you. I just follow what you say. Like initially in the DDF, you just just uh, follow your trigger. Eat below yep. your trigger, and everything will fall in place. And that's exactly yep. what I did. Yep. So, and and Twenty kilos later. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we should show people some photos, and you can tell some stories. Yeah. You've got um, your before and after here that you posted in the group yeah. at the end of your lockdown and then yeah. in June. So it's pretty much 20 kilos in five months, wasn't it? Yeah, 20. I think now I've reached 22. But wow. uh, Yeah, now it's 22, but it, here it was 20. Yeah. And, uh, wow, gosh, I was so big. <laughs> so how, how, that's the same shirt, obviously. How do you yeah. feel like like the non-scale victories? How do you feel different mentally and physically, other than just the weight loss? Mentally, actually, it feels great because I mm. I just I, I I even have a bouncing walk now. <laughs> I feel great. I, I feel good. And and every that's time I, I, someone sees me and they go, "Wow, CD, what did you do? How did you do it?" Of course, initially, I didn't tell anyone what I was doing because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And I keep mm. telling people, oh, I'm keto and nothing happens. I'm doing low carb, nothing happens. You know, <laughs> I'm nothing happens. So I thought this time I'm just going to tell everyone I'm just experimenting. And I did this experiment for five months. <laughs> <laughs> Found this crazy guy on the internet. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell yeah. anybody about it. But then once you reach your goal, you're told, I think, everyone in Kenya. <laughs> Uh, the whole country knows now. 
<laughs> all of a sudden, all these Kenyans are flooding the data-driven fasting group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I warned you. I told you we, it's like you know the great migration of the, of the wildebeest. The, the Kenyans will be in there, and I'm sure they're there a lot as well right oh, that's now. That's so, so great. That's so great. So we've got, um, yeah, this is your weight chart and just see it going yeah. down in, in the di in the nutrient optimizer. And then yeah. we had like City, Kel Kelly and Karen all sort of at the top of the. That was a good team. That yeah. And it was this really healthy competition of all you guys yeah. from you know, Karen from New York doing a vegetarian yeah. diet fascinated by city's uh kenyan diet and you're both Just getting a great score optimizing no matter what you're eating wherever you are yeah karen it really impressed me i still can't believe she managed to get all those nutrients just from <laughs> from vegetables yeah oh, and, and and dairy and, and eggs as well so she eats a lot of cottage cheese these days oh yeah so oh. see, waste, waste to height went from 0.61 yes. to 0.49, which is incredible, probably yes. still going down. Yeah, um, it's actually yeah, gone down even more now. Yeah. Look like a different person, even even healthier now. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you took uh, went from 62 years of age to 45 years of age based on your metabolic wow. age and your scale. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then the head cheese. You, you were posting all these great photos and stories, and then, then uh, you posted the story about going to the butcher and making your own head cheese, and most people don't know what head cheese is. But, uh, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, in, in, the, in the master class, head cheese kept coming up. You know, just every time I looked at my, uh, my food, head cheese kept coming up, and I thought, what is this head cheese? I, I live in Cyprus, and they make a lot of cheese. Yep. And I've never seen anything called head cheese there. Yep. <laughs> so and then you Googled and went, oh, that's what head cheese is. <laughs> yeah. So I decided, okay, I like to try all sorts of foods. So I thought, so if this is what head cheese is and if this is what is going to make me healthy and get all these micronutrients and macronutrients yep. that I need, yep. I'm going to make it because I also love cooking and I love eating. And if yep. I'm going to eat something healthy, I'm going to make it. Yep, so I went ahead and got, I couldn't find a pig head, you know, because that is what the recipe called for. But um, I ended up, I think it was a lamb, yeah, head of a lamb. And yeah, I put it in the slow yep. cooker and just went ahead, followed the recipe and made it. But yep. I, I think my kids <laughs> came to the kitchen and they were like, Mom, what's that? What are you doing? <laughs> Making cheese, kids. Yes, yes, yes. It was, uh, nobody was going to taste it. Nobody had it. My husband didn't try it. My children didn't try it, but I did. I, I did. I ate it. I enjoyed it because I yeah. knew what I was eating. I knew what I wanted. So, yeah. Yeah. And when I got to Kenya, I got a pig head and I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how did it taste? Did you enjoy the taste after all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm I'm okay with uh, with weird tastes. Yeah, yeah. I think I just get my head around the the taste by just understanding. Okay, if I take this, I'm I'm getting all my zinc in from here. I'm getting all yeah. my yeah. potassium, whatever it is. So I just close my eyes and eat and enjoy the food. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, and did. Do the kids get into your food at all, or do they eat the same food as you? Or, well, they do when it's all uh, like 
all looking good. The, the presentation yep. that I like, they they eat that, but they also do eat uh, quite a lot of carbs. They're teenagers. Yeah, that. Yeah, so Our kids are growing what, too, and they they need to fuel with you know plenty of yeah, energy. But the but, way, but, yeah, when they were little, they never ever ate any boxed foods. They never ate any processed foods. I made all their food from scratch. They never had jars, food jars, until maybe the age of five. When they went to school, that's when they mm. had their their first can of Coke. Even the teachers were surprised. Well, your children don't take Coke at the party or and they, and they knew because they used to say, oh, we're not allowed to have Coke. We're not allowed to have Fanta. Yeah. And then the parents are calling me, we're at a party and there's nothing else. There's just soda. What can we give? So just give them water. They'll be fine. Are you sure? <laughs> no, they'll be fine. Just give them water. <laughs> so they grew up eating healthy as well. Yeah. And, and, then and, and do they food. like that food now? They don't necessarily. Yeah, yeah. 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 They do. When it's our, there, they eat it. Yeah. Our kids can tell the difference between real healthy food and and yeah. junk processed food and they definitely they, they, they know the value of whole healthy food and yeah the, occasionally they'll have this that or the other but if they're eating healthy most of the time especially if they're so active and growing it doesn't matter too much yeah they they are very very active my children and they're, they're into sports and uh, one of my kids our firstborn is actually a world champion in fitness Wow. In, uh, yeah. So he's, it's, I think it's all because of how they started off, you know, mm. with eating broccoli and all those kinds of healthy foods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw some photos of, I think your son was your, your, your profile photo on Facebook for a while and he looks extremely oh, yes. healthy. Yes. Yes. He was. Yeah. <laughs> Must be very he proud. Was. So what does your husband think of this uh, new city you've created that, that makes head cheese and a whole bunch of weird things? <laughs> Actually, he's he's quite impressed with the whole way. He keeps telling me all the time, you look like a different person. You look wow. like a different person. There's, there was once he actually walked into the room. We're being hosted by my, by my brother. So he walked into the room and I, I had my back to the to the wall and he jumped and I said, what's wrong? He said, oh, I thought I had walked into the wrong room. You look like... <laughs> You look like somebody else. I don't look the way I, I looked, but he also eats what I, I eat. And he's into, we did low carb together. We did keto together, but he's carnivore now. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, he's, he's doing, I think he's introducing a little bit of uh, vegetables hmm. at the moment. But he's been fully cunning. When I started DDF and uh, and I sat and did the masterclass, he had throughout that time he was just eating chicken wings and steaks and yep. just meat. And he's just been fine. Yeah, 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 he like. But he he cooks for himself as well because we can't be having two different meals. And I'm forever cooking. He he does his own. He prepares his own. Yeah, okay. Meals. They're not hard to make. Um. <laughs> So we've got, got some more photos of you with the fish, which is so cool. Oh, and these are yeah. these are cashews, wild cashews, yes, which are incredible. Yes. Yeah. My, my dad had a, cash, uh, had a farm with cashews before. So when we went to visit, I went to visit my nephew, and he also had trees with cashews. And it, it was quite nice to, to just bring back those memories, though I don't know what the nutrition uh, content of the, of the fruit is. 
<laughs> I don't know. But I don't know where to find it. <laughs> it looks great. And uh, yeah. you get your shrimp or prawns. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Camel meat. Tell us about camel oh, meat. Oh. I eat kangaroo and that's yeah. a bit weird, but... Um, yeah, yeah. My reason for wanting to come to Australia was to have to come and have kangaroo. <laughs> my daughter went to uh, to uni in September, and he had a, she had a choice between Australia and UK, and yep. I was just then pushing her to go to Australia so we can come and eat some, have some kangaroo burgers. <laughs> Your food yeah. looks even more interesting. <laughs> Yeah, Camel, uh, we have a lot of uh, a big Somali population here in Kenya. And the northern part of Kenya is mainly arid, like desert type. So they have, they they feed on uh, on uh, camel meat, camel milk. They use the fat for their cooking. Mm. And uh, they say it's medicinal. I don't know how true that is, wow. but it's, it's very organic because they don't feed them any steroids or they're just mm. out there in the field well not fields there's nothing much there mm. um, but the meat is quite tasty it's tough it's it's not tender yeah. but if you put it in a slow cooker it's fine yeah it'd be like the game meat with kangaroo it's it's a different taste but it's very robust and and very very lean and yeah, so is, yeah. the, is the hump on the camel is that where the fat is it's not necessarily water but it's fat Yes, yes. And that the, the pieces of fat you're seeing on there, that's the hump. And I got wow. that because I, I render my own fat. I don't yep. use any of the processed oils. So I wanted to try that camel uh, fat. So my brother got me these from his uh, colleagues. And I came and wow. I've still got some. Yeah, I've still got some of that fat. That's what I use for cooking. Yeah, it's a big deal to, I think, to avoid those refined seed oils. Um, and yeah, yeah. The, the fat that comes with the meat is uh, yeah, good fat. We had a, a lamb roast last night and just all the, the yeah. fat with it just tasted so amazing. I haven't, since my keto days, I haven't indulged in the fat as much. Yeah. But um, last night I was like, oh, this tastes so good. Yeah, I get lots of people saying, oh, gosh, you, you're going to clog your arteries. This is not good for you. You can't be eating this kind of fat. You need to eat the, the, the refined seed oils. But I learned a long time ago that that wasn't, that wasn't mm. good. So I just, yeah. Even my children use this at home. I make my own lard. I think there was mm. once my, my son went uh, to his granddad and he had the refined seed oil and he wanted to make some egg. And he said, oh, mom, that egg, I could not eat it. It does not taste good. I can't eat that kind of, you know, fat. So they're all used to this kind of fat now when they're yeah. frying their eggs. Yeah just doesn't taste the same that the saturated fat tends to be so much more satisfying and yeah. enjoyable um yeah so and there's plenty of greens and plenty of color which i love too um just yeah. such great photos i love how you documented your journey and sort of celebrated it and shared it and everybody yeah. celebrated along with you it was nice it was the, the community you've created is so good the system you've created is excellent. I don't know. That, and I said to you, the whole world needs to know about this. Everyone needs to follow this. You know, we need to change our ways of eating because obviously it's working. It's, I don't know anyone that has tried it that it hasn't worked for in one way or the other. It may not be weight loss. It may not be as a fast weight loss as it has been for some of us, but something mm. is happening. Something is happening behind the scenes. Yeah. 
the body is so incredibly complex and we don't understand it and you can do all this yeah. testing and organic acids and and throw tons of money at testing till the camels come home but um yeah. If you just give your body what it needs and the nutrients it needs from whole foods, it goes, okay, I understand this. This is the natural food yeah. that my body, that, that it needs and the repair just happens, satiety kicks in. It's not just protein leverage but nutrient leverage. Yeah. All those nutrients your body craves them and once it gets what it needs, it goes, okay, okay, I don't yeah. need to store fat for an emergency. I can just let go of my fat. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I which... listen to yeah. I watched all your videos. I now I'm I'm I'm, I'm hooked to your podcast. I downloaded <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you. I read it all. I I just followed, and it's so simple. It it was so simple. I was shocked. It's just like, okay, I'm just doing what Marty says, and the weight is just falling off. What else do I need to do? That's what I wanted to do. I'm, and so because I listen to him and it's all falling off, I'm subscribing to everything. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling everybody, I know. <laughs> I'm telling all my Kenyan friends and they're going to tell everyone else. And, and that's oh, what happened. Good. Yeah. That's when it, so it wasn't an experiment anymore. Eventually it was DDF. And they kept yeah. coming into my inbox, CD, how did you do it? You know, just tell us. I say, no, you just join this group data-driven yep. fasting and you you will learn everything from there you, you're going to download you unfortunately for for them i'm telling them that you have to read you know you yep. have to understand this thing you can't just go in and hope things are going to happen just by looking and copying oh this one is eating this so i'm going to do that yeah. there's a lot to take in yeah there's a lot yeah to you really learn. have to solve the puzzle for yourself in your own environment Yes, um, yes. And it is really simple. I've written a lot of words about it and done a lot of podcasts, but it's just like get yeah. the nutrients and you need and then wait until you you need to refuel. It's just refining what you eat and it? when you yeah. eat and it's just, bam, everything else falls into place. Yeah, yeah. So that, that statement, everything else falls into place, that always keeps playing over and over again because I'm just thinking, okay, this is all I need to do. And, everything. <laughs> <laughs> and your body listened. <laughs> yeah, so my cool. body listened. It, it did, and I'm I'm so grateful. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done without DDF or without the oh. optimizing nutrition. I don't know what I would have done because I had reached a point where nothing worked. Wow, nothing worked anymore. And I had done extended fasts of seven days when I was in quarantine. I only ate twice, and I was in there for ten days. And I thought I would have lost weight. Nothing much happened. And now it's just going off. Even now I'm on maintenance and it's still falling mm. off. <laughs> yeah, and a similar story with Karen. You hear her, she's saying she's working with the greatest names in fasting and fasting for 21 days. And she might lose a little bit of weight, but that it comes back on immediately when she starts yeah. eating. And it's really hard to control yeah. what you eat after those extended fasts. But, yeah, um, yeah just nourishing your body regularly yeah. um, not too often but regularly it, it all comes together so so what yeah. did you find the hardest about the process what did you find most challenging so uh, with the ddf uh actually it, it wasn't that hard for me because eating below the trigger coming from an if background was not hard mm. at all i just had mm. to wait 
And in fact, it was easier because I didn't have to wait for too long. Yeah. And uh, there wasn't there wasn't anything. The hardest bit was actually the pricking, and that was just the first day of doing <laughs> it. And after it was all easy, and I just had to follow the system, just trust it, and just get on with it, and everything fell into place. But with ON, with a masterclass, and I still wanted to finish off, get to my goal weight, and then do the, the masterclass. But then my husband said, what have you got to lose? You can just get in there and see what's being done and continue with your DDF as you see what's being done in the masterclass. Yep. So I joined and I thought, oh, I signed anything in here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It was like so much information. And I thought, how am I going to get all this into my head and combine it with DDF? It was so much. But then I took my time. I decided I'm just going to read. I'm just going to yeah. read it like a novel or everything, just go through all the guides and then start when I'm ready. And that's what I did. Yeah. So that the hardest bit about the masterclass was getting to put everything together and understanding it. But because of that community, you, you just ask where you don't understand, you ask and there's always someone there to answer, someone to tell you mm. what to do and explain how it's done. Yeah, people seem to be so passionate about the process that's worked for them and then, then they jump in and do it for want to yeah. share that journey with other people and yeah, it's just yeah. a wonderful community. Once people have enjoyed it and experienced yeah. the benefit, they, they want to help other people. Yeah, it was really hard uh, eating two meals a day. I, I I just felt like now I'm eating the second meal, tomorrow I'm gonna be fat. <laughs> 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 how it felt and i had to you know i had to clean my my mind of that kind of mentality that eating two meals a day is going to make me fun in fact mm. most of the time i had two meals a day because i needed okay. to dial in all the nutrition all the nutrients that i needed i wasn't having mm. enough protein just one meal mm. now that i needed to have two meals as long as i had the second meal under my tree and it happened very easily because I was eating the correct foods. Yeah, yeah. If you give your body protein and nutrients, yeah. it's amazing how quickly the blood sugar comes back down. If you're not yeah. overfueling with yeah. fat and carbs, the carbs will boost your blood sugar yeah. in the short term. The fat will keep your blood sugar yeah. elevated for the long term. And if you dial back both a little bit, you're able yeah. to eat again quite regularly. Yeah, it's, it's so eye-opening. I just, now I just talk about it like like a pro, like. I'm eating my second meal now because I didn't have my greens because I, I didn't have enough protein. How do you know you haven't enough? You haven't had enough protein. I have. My colleague also started doing it when I came uh, to Kenya, and she lost 15 kgs. Wow! And she she just did it from just, yeah, just from me talking to her because she's just right next to me, and uh, she said, "I'll just do what I'll just do what you're doing," and and she lost 15 kgs. That's Just great. like that, from the, from the 17th of April until now, she's lost 15 kgs. That, that, that must be a thrill for you. Yeah, yeah. So that motivates me to, to talk to everybody about it. You know, sometimes maybe I talk too much because you don't want to be told that you need, you need this. 
when you're at that point where you need to look at your health and your size, you don't really want anyone to tell you. Yeah. That you need to do something about it. But I I do it anyway, and and people seem to listen, and uh, and a lot of Kenyans are in in the challenge as well. They've paid for the. For the, in fact, some of them came at the end of the June challenge, and I said you should have waited for the July one. She said, "No, no, I just want, I just want to go and see what is happening in there." <laughs> that is so yeah. cool. So, so how did you navigate the bumps? Did you have any bumps along the way where you thought it wasn't working anymore and you'd stalled out? How do you get through that mind game? Um, I think when I didn't, there was there were times when, let's say, I get so busy and I'm not paying attention to uh, logging is very important. Logging all my 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 data was very important to me because I had a spreadsheet on the side and I had the app. And if I'm mm. not logging anything in, I find that I stall because I'm not mm. paying attention. Mm. And then I look back and I think, oh, I haven't lost anything in two weeks. It's just like 10 grams a day. Then I get back into it and, and I okay. start logging. Then I make sure, okay, now just keep an eye on it. Like Kelly was yeah. saying, if you if you gain you if you gain I don't I can't remember how many pounds I don't understand pounds, if you if you gain a certain number of pounds, it's time to take action. I think uh, yeah. she also had that from someone in the group, and I thought, oh, yeah. that's, that's good. Yeah, we've incorporated yeah. that into the maintenance mode of data-driven fasting, and it sort of comes yeah. from. And I Sue did a similar sort of process where she get to maintenance and enjoy life and try to forget about yes. Marty and all the apps and stuff and get on with yeah. living a life. And it's really important to get to a maintenance mode where you just yeah. you can't unsee what you've learned and you continue to practice it. Yeah. But if you come back up, then it's time to dial yeah. things back in. You can just restart the yeah, process. I, yeah, then like now basically I know I, I know the hunger training was very good because yeah. I know when I'm hungry. I know when I'm really hungry now between between uh, 12 and 3, if I'm hungry, I know my, my blood sugar will definitely be low. I cannot say I'm hungry in the morning because I know at that time it's just all in the mind. It's not real hunger. Yeah. So I don't have to prick myself all the time, although I do because yeah. I, <laughs> I like <laughs> You to like the data. <laughs> I like it, yeah. <laughs> so and I keep telling people, you don't have to do this pricking all the time. Once you get the hang of it, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I know when to eat, and I and I just eat. If I see my weight is going up, I go back to pricking again, and yeah. Mm. Cool. We should show people a few more photos. You've got uh, wild growing pickles on the oh, tree. Oh yeah, pretty incredible. That's uh, that's my son there helping his grandma pick the this pick this tree. Actually, is called a bilimbi tree, and it just grows in the coast of Kenya. I'm from the coast. I'm just in Nairobi for business, but I'm in the. I, I come from the coast, and that's where mm. my my parents are. So my mom grows this tree, and we make pickle out of it. It's called birimbi, and I, we're actually selling it in our business right now as as part oh, of wow. our community project. Yeah, because what happened in 2020 with the COVID, a lot of people lost their jobs. There was nothing much to do, and it was really hard for people. And there was this tree that had so much fruit and. No one knew what to do with it. And uh, when I researched about it, uh, the, the benefits were so many. And when you pickle, you get all mm. the, uh, the probiotics in it. Mm. It has vitamin C, it has, and which is what people were after during the mm. 
of few people. And then everyone was like, want it? Can we have it here in Nairobi? And so it became so big, we involved the community as well. So the whole community, the entire community, we started buying the, the, the pickles from them. And then my mom was supervising them uh, and they were all making it together. And we have like thousands and thousands of jars of this pickle here. It's, wow. it's quite nice. At least we did something for the community at that time. And they managed to get some, you know, to earn a little bit of money to keep them going at that time. You can export the good products from Nairobi back to America and, you know, return we, the favor yeah, for them, yeah. them sending all their crap food over to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we should be looking at that. We're looking at that for Cyprus as well. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll eventually this product will be out there. Yeah, and you've got oh, anchovies that look incredible. Yeah, yeah, and, this is a this is a Cypriot food. Yeah, yeah, and you've got uh, amazing whitefish. Yep. I, I like serving myself seven-star meals, so. <laughs> You're a great cook and good old yeah. steak. This is probably your husband's uh, carnival meal. Yeah, yeah. We we basically eat the same thing. He he wouldn't eat the greens right now because he's on his carnival, but, yeah, we have the same. Yeah. And there's the greens for you. They look incredible, incredibly yeah. nutritious. Yeah, that was keen, I think. Yeah, that was keen here in Kenya. Yeah. And what, what's this one? It's like a... Oh, yeah, that's a... Let me just call it a sausage. But yep. it's, a, it's a stuffed... It is a sausage in, in English, but we call it mtura here in Kenya. They, they just stuff hmm. everything in there. All, the, all those parts of the animals that you just can't eat, you know, like what goes into the head cheese. Yep. The ears and, the, and, the, and blood in there. And it's a street food. And they, they yep. have it all along, all along the road, you know, by the side of the road. You, when you're walking past there, you can just buy one and and just eat it like a sausage. It's yeah, really and tasty. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So, um, what advice would you give someone just starting out, one of your friends in Kenya, to to jump in? Um, where, is it they're being a bit intimidated after seeing all this? Where where should they start out? <laughs> I know it's it, it is intimidating, but. Um, what I would say is just trust the process. Seeing the results that they have seen in not just me and many other people, it, it's mm. obvious that this mm. thing works. And you have, to have a, you have to have your why. You have to know why you're doing it. Yeah. I just wanted to get back to my pre-wedding weight, and I knew I had to do something, and it had to be healthy, it had to be good. And so I would just say to them, just get in there, learn as much as you can, just go through everything, but you, you have to have a support group as well. And your community, mm. your, the DDF group is quite a good one for support because everyone is posting everything in there. And yeah. once they're in there, just get in. Just dive in and do it. Yeah. Just do it and it will happen. That's, yeah. There's no need to overthink. Yeah. Then when you overthink, then that's what stops you from, from starting. Yeah, and you lose the mental battle, and and you create yeah. self doubt, and you you know you try to mm -hmm. overthink it. Not sometimes the most intelligent people struggle with yeah. it the most because they don't just yes. trust the process, and they try to understand everything and ask a million yeah. questions. And it's like okay, just trust. We, we've got the answers; we can answer everything, but just trust the process, and it yeah, and it, every, everything falls into place. 
my husband was saying engineers are the worst. The matter is an engineer. They're the worst people. They ask too many questions. <laughs> my brother is also an engineer. <laughs> he was saying we know these engineers. They ask too many questions. <laughs> It's been fascinating to work with all the people in the group who ask a million questions. Like I, yeah. okay, I write a frequently asked question answer to that. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great to develop that. But the process itself that is just is simple. DDF is just, you know, wait until you're actually hungry and need to refuel. And masterclass yeah. is just give your body what it needs. And it's just, so simple. Yeah. Yeah. Without overthinking, without looking at everything else. If you get someone who does not know how to read or doesn't know, cannot even understand what is going on. And you just tell them what you've just said. Yeah. Just, you know, eat under your trigger and and just wait and eat the correct foods. It will happen. They don't yeah. have to read all that information. It's so simple. Yeah. It's so easy and yeah. it works. I am yeah. so, so grateful. <laughs> Yeah, and I just, I just, just to say again, I love seeing how it works anywhere in the world with any type of food. And food is so much, you know, dogma, religion, tradition. Yeah. You know, there's so many motivations to why we eat. But if we just yeah. eat to give our body the nutrition it needs, that's so your body knows yeah. what to do. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's. It's fascinating. It's amazing. I'm impressed. I keep getting like I'm still in shock at how it's working. I know it's working, and I'm living proof. <laughs> I don't want to ask all these questions. Let it just work, and yeah, and let everyone see that it does. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, anything? Any other words of wisdom to leave people with? It's been so much fun to have a chat. Thank you for your time. Oh, well, thanks a lot for your time, and I'm uh, ever so grateful to you and Alex. Alex is so quiet, but he's doing so much behind the yeah, scenes. Totally. And uh, yeah, and all the moderators. Oh, and thank you for making me a moderator in in, yeah. in groups. Um, I'm honoured. Yeah. No. Looking forward to having your yeah. input to the next data-driven fasting challenge and masterclass yeah. and just as we grow the community we can expand it more so it's more than just alex and i trying to hold everybody's hand and yeah. the momentum will grow think, yeah i think you you need to do all the the good hard work that you've been doing and the rest of us can just chip in to help in with the simple questions yeah. like yeah. where do i start you know <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much yeah. for your time, City. Have a have a great night over there, and I really appreciate uh, everything. Yeah, thanks done. a lot, Marty, and uh, wish you all the best with your wife. Yeah, thank um, you very much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Nice. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you.